Hey everyone, happy Monday. This is Scott. I'm just doing a little intro before we get started with the podcast to say that we discuss playing excerpts of the Neil Kublan interview in this podcast, and unfortunately we had a technical error and the Neil Kublan interview was uh, deleted from my computer, so I don't have time to re-digitize the entire interview right now, so I'm sorry to disappoint you, but it will not be part of this podcast but we will uh, we'll endeavor to get that to you as soon as possible. In the meantime, here's this week's podcast. It's the Amigo Museum Podcast. Scott and Brian each sold separately. You can pull them, you can bend them, even have a tug of war. No matter how you stretch them, they keep coming back for more. Hi, and welcome to the Amigo Museum Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Scott. And it's July, so that means one thing for anyone who's into anything nerdy, and that is San Diego Comic Con. Woohoo! Which is, of course, uh, where you're headed uh, next week, isn't that right? Uh, I am. I'm I'm taking off on Wednesday morning and coming back on Saturday uh, evening, so it's going to be yeah a big week in San Diego. But of course, I'm on the West Coast, so it's not a huge journey for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I got in free because I'm you know working the animation industry, so that's always fun. That's fantastic. And uh, but yeah, it's I've been uh, several times the last few years, and um, you know it is uh, each year it's like bigger and crazier and more insane but you know i just kind of missed it and didn't want to miss it this year especially because there's so much great stuff happening on the Mego front so yeah unlike the last time i went where all i did was buy vintage stuff not complaining but there are an incredible amount of things happening that are in our scale yep um First and foremost, of course, is Entertainment Earth is is uh, and is launching all the Biff Bang Pow lines like Doctor Who, um, the exclusive Rusty Venture lunchbox, the uh, the epic uh, Twilight Zone Shatner set. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, I guess Lost. And Lost. <laughs> I knew it wouldn't get ignored. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't forget. No, you know, yeah. I uh, actually, I was totally on the fence about whether I was going to go to San Diego Comic Con because, you know, it, it is a certain expense, and I have to, you know, take off for my family and everything. But, you know, after all the the um, craziness that we went through with Lost Wave Two, um, I think I fully intend to like be the first person in line to 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 pick them up and have them in my hot little hands. I'm really excited. I can imagine. So, yay, yeah. And then in addition to, so like, and you, know, you talk about the Biff Bang Pow Entertainment Earth, like, booth. Like, last year it was so cool because, you know, it's like, I mean, they've got a really big presence at the con, a really big booth with these big, giant, full-color photographic banners, and, and half of the images up there were, like, Mego heads, Hmm. Um, vinyl Mego heads looking down on you and um you know and then you know the people behind the booth with like this this big stack of like carded clamshell you know uh, you know bubble carded uh Mego style figures uh ready to you know pull them off the shelf and put it put it in your bag so it was really really cool to see yeah so, i remember your photos of that that looked great yeah, yeah yeah and word is is that is that uh William Shatner himself will be at the entertainment booth on Friday making an appearance in conjunction with the Twilight Zone action figure release. So that's yeah, just, they, that's going to be incredible. They've also got um they've also got uh, the, the the creative team behind the Venture Brothers 
And um, it, one of particular interest to you is, is Dr. Arnst. Um, oh, Dr. Arts. Da- da- Arts. Da- Daniel Robach. Daniel Robach, yeah. Who actually I talked to today. And, is that uh, right? Oh, yeah, he collects toys. Yeah, he's a big monster collector. I know that. And Planet of the Apes. Migo Planet of the Apes. Wow. Yeah. We should and maybe so have him on. what, he called you on the phone? What are you talking about? No, he emailed me. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, yeah. We I bought something off him a while ago, and then I just wanted to touch base with him on something else. Oh, cool. So he's a very uh, nice, approachable guy. Yes. Yes, yes. I've, I've heard the same. I think Ben Holcomb hung out with him in, in L.A. and did a blog post about it back in the day. Hmm. So, yeah, so that's going to be exciting. It's, it's I was just musing today uh, thinking about um, we're going to run a little bit of the Neil Kublin uh, interview at the end of today's podcast. And, um, by the way, thanks for all the great response that people really enjoyed hearing those original tapes. So we're going to roll some more. And, and Shatner being at the San Diego Comic-Con making an appearance with this figure reminded me mm. of Neil's stories about Shatner and Nimoy and driving them around Southern California and to, to Toys R Us's uh, back in the day for the for the, the original Star Trek uh, figures. And um, I just I, th- I just think it's really cool. It's like, you know, we've we've come full circle and, and here we are again. Yeah. I would love to see some photos of those appearances. That that is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised nothing like that has shown up yet. So, no. well, maybe I'll get close to Bill and ask him about it. And yeah, know, I'm sure he'll. <laughs> I'm sure he'll ignore me and move on with his life. But um, <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool to find out. So, but in addition to Entertainment Earth, we're also going to be looking forward to seeing the Heroes in Action figures. Yes, is that right? Uh, the the Presidential Monsters will be launching at the uh, Heroes in Action and Toy Tokyo booths. And um, I'm just looking at photos of all of them, and they look pretty amazing. And that is a big thing. If I can swing it, and it ties into my uh, my news of late, there may actually be some super collectors there. Um, I'm waiting on the last little doodads to ship a couple to San Diego. But I, I'm, I'm merciless at the hands of my printer on some little freebies I'm going to throw into the box. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sweet. Mm-hmm. So, you do you know where you're going to be sending those to? Is that you're sending those to Heroes in Action or who? Um, probably Scott Adams. Oh, that and, guy. Yeah, and he's going to bring them to the Heroes in Action booth. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying. To, I was trying to play it cool there, bro. Oh, but... sorry, man. I, I just <laughs> did. I did. I break the fourth wall. I think so. No, actually, actually, I wasn't sure that you were. So you're going to send them to me, and then I, and then I'm going to take them to the Heroes in Action booth. Well, at least you'll you'll get one right uh, in time for San Diego, so that you can photograph the Super Collector at San Diego. Yeah, no, that's definitely. I think you should send me as many as you can, and then what I'll do is I'll get one of those um, sort of uh, boxes with a strap, like the cigarette girls used to carry. Perfect. And then I'll just fill it up with super collectors and mantus and just walk around on the floor and and uh, and sell them using my my charm. Only only if you wear a pillbox hat. Well, sure. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Well, actually, I'm probably going to be dressed as Doctor Girlfriend. In, right. You know, in honor of the Biffenkel Venture Brothers figures. But uh, yeah, no, that's going to be that. We'll definitely at least have uh, super collector. will be doing some reports from the floor of the San Fantastic. Diego Comic Con. And to all the museum peeps, I am working hard to get these all put together. 
Um, the reason they're not for sale yet is because I want to be 100% sure when you order one from me, it gets shipped within a reasonable amount of time, meaning 24 to 48 hours. And um, I'm a, a bit of a meticulous guy when it comes to certain things, and I will be spending my entire weekend packing little, sending little men on their way. So bear with me. In the next seven days, I should be making an announcement. <laughs> Well, it's been an epic journey, mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. But thank goodness the Canadian postal strike is over. And oh yes, be able to get these things out on the road. And I have smiling naked men everywhere. Um, <laughs> I should really do something about that. Yeah, I know. He's a handsome devil, though. Those photographs have been. It's a. It's a good looking. Good looking figure. I couldn't be more happy with the way it came out. And it's weird to own your own squishy headed vinyl figure. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. Uh, it's amazing, and props to uh, Paul Clark for um, pushing it through and doing a great job on the quality control. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's the best it could be, and, and I'm really, really pleased with it. And I can't wait to do a ton of customs with these. Yeah, do you want to give anybody some, some ideas about what you've got cooked up, or are you just going to play it close to the vest? Well, uh, I'll say just this. Just a hint. Uh, hint. Brick is going to do... Uh, is going to be. Huh. I wish I'd prepared this. We can edit this out. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Rick is going to very much be a man of his era. Okay. And he's also going to be a toy of his era. Right on. So uh, look for several variations of Brick that will be slightly familiar. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also know that there's uh, – I happen to know that there's some interesting customs going on behind the scenes uh, around Brick Mantooth. But one I can actually speak to myself is there is a Brick Mantooth bachelor pad playset in development. I have heard. Yes. And uh, so I have the, the, the art department working on it when they get when they get some time. But we're trying to do a nice, uh, nice retro swinging bachelor pad for the man. And uh, if we get that out, it, it will come as a uh, as a DDA display playset. So it'll have the vinyl walls and and chipboard and carry handle that uh, that you know and love. Did I hear something about a wet bar? And I'm definitely I'm working with uh, with Paul at Laser Amigo to do a little a little mini bar accessory. And uh, if if I have my way, uh, we're gonna try to put a sound chip in it so you can play funky '70s music uh, oh my. in your playset. So yeah, no, it's just, I think everybody is gonna have a lot of fun. It's it's really cool to me that how um, uh, how how Brick in particular has been embraced. You know, there's a thread on the Migo Museum right now about uh, uh, things you don't know about Brick Mantooth, uh, sort of a la, uh, you know, Chuck Norris. And, yeah. You know, so I think it's really cool the way people have have, have embraced him, and uh, he's he is like the man of our era for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think it, I th I'm really happy with the way it's been received, and um, kind of taken off on its own. I was at a friend's place the other day and his, his wife came up to me and said are the brick mantooth dolls available yet <laughs> and I, I i you know she goes because i want one for my office and i said i didn't even know you read my site you know nice. so that that's one of the reasons that i'm, I'm being uh so um fastidious about putting the heads on some of these is because i really don't 
I have no doubt that somebody from the Amigo Museum knows how to put a Amigo head on a body, even if it's a little bit of a tough fit. Yeah. But I don't want I don't want to have to do it to someone who's never owned Amigo in their life. I know what you mean. So I think that's a wise policy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, very exciting. And of course, uh, last week I debuted a Brick Mantooth commercial. Oh, uh, I forgot to mention that. That was incredible. Yeah. Uh, that was done mostly through the talents of uh, Rob Chatlin and and my my own two children who were. Um, pretty hammy actors yeah. uh, they were really excited to be doing it and they did a great job <laughs> um and of course the the amazing set we built for the commercials oh that was incredible yes did you use teamsters for that yeah i did wow yeah. so nice 48 hours but it was amazing yeah so nice no seriously Actually, where was that commercial film because it it looks like you, you you used a time machine uh it is my grandmother's basement wow and that is the that used to be their storeroom for their for the, the 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 secondary warehouse for their store. They had a shoe store, and there used to be shelving in there, and and all this stuff. And we used to play in there as kids. Uh-huh. And this is a weird and almost I wouldn't put it under the umbrella of interesting fact, but when I got into my own business back when I was about twenty five, that was my first office. Wow. Uh, I, I used her basement as my base of operations, and that was the place I first signed on to the levy list from. Spooky. So, yeah, it, it's a little weird. And and while I was filming that commercial, I found my original AOL disc with the word Palatoy <laughs> written on the front of it, because that was my, you know, I was an AOL guy for back then. And, That's uh, right. It was very strange, but it was a, it was a fun shoot, and... Um, Look for some more uh, Remigo type commercials in the near future. Um, that was just the beginning. I think it might be the only one where my kids are featured because my wife is kind of a little leery, not so comfy with that. Oh um, yes. And when I uploaded to YouTube, she's like, "Only your friends are going to see this, right?" <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> kind so. of, actually, honey, we're kind of hoping it becomes a viral sensation. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah, so... Um, you can tweak the it, privacy settings? It might be me in an oversized outfit and a lolly trying to pass for eight in the next <laughs> one. You know, it's funny. Like, I have thought many times about making faux uh, Migo commercials using, like, the neighbor kids. And then I mm-hmm. just... And then I picture, like, asking their parents... <laughs> hey, everybody, let's make videos! Yeah, right? It's like, okay, maybe not. A little uh, Gordon jump from different strokes. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Well, that's why we end up using, uh, you know, uh, illustrated cartoons and and cutouts from the Sears catalog for exactly. a lot of our stuff. Yeah. So, well, I'm glad you dragged your family into this, Brian. Yeah, I think that's me great. too. Uh, the, the kids love the Super Collector and the, the Brick Mantooth thing, and they they unfortunately the heads arrived before they went on vacation to visit their grandparents. So, oh. uh, or after, so they they missed it. And I know they they asked me about them, and I actually might ship one of them up to them uh, while they're there because they're so excited about it. Cool. So, and, uh, so that's, that's my big exciting news and there look for the super collector at, uh, San Diego. That'll be his first appearance. And, um, yeah, if you see a, 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 a dorky guy with a super collector on his shoulder, that's me. Yeah. So a, a dorky guy won't be hard to spot. It pull too. up and pull up and say hi. Yeah. 
So uh, what else is going on this week in Mego World? Well, I think we're, we, we have two more topics to discuss about San Diego. Uh, one is that it has been rumored that Mattel is going to show off one more retro figure, but it isn't a DC Comic-related figure. So there's a lot of conjecture as to what that would be. What, what does what that a, mean? I don't know. If you look at uh, at Mattel's licenses, it it could mean it's a wrestling figure. It could be a a He-Man character. It could be a another Ghostbusters character. I'm not sure. You know. Um, hmm. That is that that is interesting. So we'll have to find that out. And well, I mean, so it's like we know that the 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 retro action superheroes apparently are pretty much done for. Um, but do, do we know whether or not, you know, is there a possibility that we'll see more sort of retro stylings from Mattel just with, I, I, I don't know. We'll see. I'm not sure. I, it, it's, it's sort of, it, it's, it's kind of puzzling. It's like, well, if they couldn't make a go of it with superheroes, you know, what other possible license do they have that, that could be any more successful than that? Yeah. I'm not really sure. I, I, that one I've, I'm scratching my head on. Uh, the other the other bit of news I have, which isn't really much news at all, is I've been told that Diamond's going to have some Mego offerings at, at uh, San Diego that we haven't seen before. I don't have a clue as to what that is. You know, usually I have some sort of little insider mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. I don't have a thing. Um, I'm hoping it's more monsters. Right. Because I out of last year they were one of my favorite lines and. Uh, you know, I'm hoping there's a third wave coming, um, maybe hopefully sooner than October of 2012. But I don't know. Third, uh, third wave of monsters, or possibly more Star Trek. More Star Trek. Um, I know it won't be more apes, but uh, you know, everything that uh, everything that I get from Diamond, I pretty much really enjoy. Yeah. Um, and and that can segue into uh, my latest pickup, which is the uh, Salt Vampire. I grabbed this this at a comic store on Sunday. I had one on order, but seeing it seeing it at a store just made me snatch it right up. Uh, this is the, this is you know crew members are fine, uh-huh. but I've always been a guy who gravitated towards the aliens. Sure, and this character is one of the more iconic Star Trek aliens. And one of the bigger, I think, voids left by Mego. They just never, you know, they they chose to do, you know, Neptunian over this guy. And uh, right. I, maybe because he's scary, I'm not sure. But it is really nice to have this guy in my collection. Is he, it this guy or this gal? I don't, I don't know. Isn't it? I, I thought the salt vampire was a, well, it's a lady who turns into a salt vampire, right? Yeah, in the sh- in the episode, but it Star- also turns into a fella. Oh, does it? It's yeah. been a while since I seen it. You know that 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 was the very first episode of Star Trek that I ever saw. I think it's the very first episode that ever aired. Well, that may be, but I mean, I didn't yeah. see it for you know, yeah, <clears throat> eight years after it you know first came on or whatever it was. But scared the heck out of me, man. Oh yeah, that Saul Vampire was nasty. Well, I'm pretty sure it showed up in the end credits, right? Uh, sometimes, yeah. 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 And yeah. and then J.J. Abrams must must have made an impact on J.J. Abrams because it was supposed to be in the the new movie. Oh, really? Yeah, they cut it out of the scenes, but if you if you dig around, you can see the kind of uh, revamped salt vampire that they were going to use in the new movie, and it's it's really oh, cool looking. Cool. 
Yeah. Wow. Well, in any case, I agree. I've only seen the photo, the 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 fig, the character or the figure in in photographs, but it looks like a home run. So perfectly Mego and uh, uh, a really cool, scary looking figure. The thing that gets me about it is the little um, burlap jacket with the snap in the back. Right. Yeah. It's so it's so Verdon and Burke. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very in love with it. I th- I think it's a fantastic piece. Yeah, I'm and... I, I'm really glad that the the the, the guys at MC and and Diamond uh, uh, went ahead and stayed with some of those very Mego as does design decisions. I mean, I hear some griping and stuff about the Gorn and his little vinyl gauntlets or whatever, but I think you know I I love those touches. Yeah, you know, it's like the 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 simple and and effective and and slightly cheesy solution to some of those design problems. I'm I'm such a fan of that. So yay. Yeah, the only thing I can say is I I wonder they they. I'm not sure Mego would have put this much um, this much attention to detail in it. Like they've got the hands with the suction cups. Oh yeah, I, th- I, I think in '76 Mego would have done something to 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 alter this guy a little bit. Right. I'm not sure what, you know, but mm. very happy camper with this thing. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. There's uh now and it came with it it's it, it was paired with uh, Captain Pike is that mm-hmm. from well, I'm I'm asking you if that's correct, but of course I know it's correct. Well, you so can it, buy it in a set with Captain Pike, but of course, and it, a lot of people like to do that, but at retail you can just buy what you like. Right, in a store you can just buy the one you want. Yeah. Right. Right. So yeah, Captain Pike came out mixed reviews uh on that one. Uh, pretty much universal love for the Salt Vampire, but uh some mixed reviews for Captain Pike. But uh so you can check photo- ph- photographs of that on the Mega Museum. Um, I'll probably buy Captain Pike. Like I just grabbed the one I knew would sell better. Which right. is Salt Vampire. Right. You know. Right. Right. And but I uh, you know what? I I hope that uh, I hope we get our um, our next line of figures, the the, the Vina and the Nurse Chapel, because these are great. Do we know for sure whether or not there's not a release date for Vina and Nurse Chapel yet? Is there? No, but you know the uh, from what I understand, the, um, the 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 Pike and Salt Vampire are sold out at Diamond. Right. And sold out. <clears throat> Sounds like a good sign to me, so that we might get another wave of Star Trek. Keep them coming. I mm. mean, you know, it's like if it's like if it's like even if it's just two a year, which is that sort of seems like the schedule we're on right now. Um, There's so much going on right now. I don't really mind. No, it really makes a lot of sense. You know, because... but just but keep it coming because it's like they're they're. They're doing a great job, as far as I'm concerned. I'm a huge fan of the the con figure. That, mm-hmm. that they did. I'm just a huge fan of that figure. Um, and of course, you know, Chekhov and Sulu, it's like, you know, thank the gods, you know, after how long we finally got those figures. And uh, and the updated Gorn and, and you know, that's, it's, it's been the, the, the slow and steady um, producer for this Remigo thing, you know. Because, yeah, because I'm going to have a huge credit card bill in August with all this Biff Bang Pow stuff. Right, and you really do come to appreciate when you know two figures float in, you and just two figures, and you spend the forty bucks and you're done. Right, 
you know, because right. um, I have to have all the Doctor Who's. I have to have most of the Venture Brothers, and that's, mm-hmm. right. that adds up. I need I need three of each of the Lost figures. So I mean, I'm oh doomed, wow, you know. So, but it's like cause I'm making all, all all of the different variations, you know, possible. So. Oh. And and uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm going to San Diego, and I'm going to be meeting up with some friends that I've made through the the Lost Migo sort of fandom that developed. And uh, what do you guys call yourselves? Losties. Oh, really? Well, oh, the Lost Migo people. No, I just I, I wondered if it was oh. like Losties. Eh? Losti Losties or Losties? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And um, so yeah, no, they've been. We're all going to get together and have a big party in San Diego on Wednesday, and so several of us are bringing our little Mego dolls down, and so we're going to have a a, a powwow of lost Mego fanatics, and um, I'm really looking forward to that because I don't think there's anybody else on the planet that cares that much about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm traveling all the way to San Diego to have have uh, the lost lost Mego coming out party. You won't get any judgment from me. I've done very similar things. Yeah, yeah, it's I think fun. We you all know, have. It's it's you know what? It's fun to play with your toys. It it absolutely is, and it's fun to powwow with people who 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 get it, and uh, you know, and uh, so anyway, it's 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 my version of Migo Meet this year since I didn't get to go. But... Sounds kind of cool, actually, especially when you're there at the launch of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, so many of us were, like, so desperate to, like, make sure that Wave 2 of Lost got made, and now we're all going to converge on San Diego and pick them up, you know, and in person, and uh, and uh, it's going to be cool. Yeah, it's very cool, and congratulations. Thank you, Internet, mm-hmm. and all of the wonderful things you bring. Um, what else do we have? Is that, I guess that's it for San Diego Comic-Con, as far as what we know. What we know, um, but, um, I think there'll be lots to talk about after. At least I hope there will. That's... I know. I know we're going to see some sneak peeks at Biff Bang Pow's uh, lineup for 2012. Um, I have a little insight in there, but uh, I, cool. I can't wait to see the reaction. Yay! Yeah. Yay! Well, let's. Here's to hoping that uh, that it continues. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, uh, the the demise of retroaction has been uh, a bit of a blow of a blow to a lot of people. Oh yeah, but um, you know the Remigo thing is still going along, and and uh, I think you know whatever we we can all do to to um, keep it going and and you know show them to your friends and you know spread the word that 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 these toys are back and and um, they're a lot of fun. And speaking of Remigo, we should we we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the promotion that the museum's running this month. Uh, the Super Collector, obviously, to celebrate the 10-year anniversary of the forums and the launch of the Super Collector figure, we've actually invited the Super Collector to join the Migos Museum forums. And all this month, he'll be giving away retroaction, re-Migo figures. And this has been mostly in part due to um, contributions from companies like uh, uh, Zika, uh, MC, Amigo uh, Store, uh, Biff Bang Pow, and Castaway. And not only that, but the Amigo Museum's own Entertainment Earth uh, affiliate 
right. account. Yes, which, uh, yes. People have been clicking that link over the last year, and so we're taking some of the loot that came out of that and spreading it out to the community. It's yeah, It's been a fun little promotion that's sort of like an old-style uh, radio station giveaway. You know, the Super Collector drops in on a thread, just some random thread, and with a trivia question and you never quite know where he's going to be or when he's going to show up. And when he does be ready and the first Mm -hmm. correct answer wins the prize. So it's been a lot of fun. I don't know if I'm doing it right though. Should I actually be wearing the costume when I'm posting as a super collector? Yes. It's a little tight. (laughs) But then I noticed we had a new, uh, there's been this new character following him around. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about that. I don't know about that. Um, no. We may have some trouble. I'll have to talk, yeah. to, I'll have to, talk to the admins about that. Mm-hmm. But uh, more to come on that, I'm sure. I know he looks, he's kind of a smartass. <sighs> he is. Yeah, but there's a lot of great prizes still ready to, to be, I haven't even, we haven't even begun. Um, I know, I don't think that you'll be airing this on Friday, but we're giving away a uh, Zika Buck Rogers and then I have an entire case of retroaction to give out, and it's it's the it's tough it's a tough wave too. It's wave three. Really, in one fell, yeah. one fell swoop, you're giving it, or you're distributing the case. Oh, I'm going to give distribute the case. I'm okay. not going to just give a whole case to somebody. <laughs> no, I was going to say it. <laughs> Promotion is over. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good. Save it. Yeah. Spread the so, love. It's it's going to be fun, and we have some. Special Mega Museum treats uh, that are going to be be given out too. And we're not talking trading cards. We did a little special fun thing that uh, I'll be revealing in the next couple of days. Cool. Yeah. So keep watching the boards. There'll be uh, and look for the questions and be the first answer and you win. Right on. Mm-hmm. Membership has its privileges, as they say. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, it's been great, and it's been it's been really paying back. People are really happy to win this stuff, and it, it's 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 cool to give stuff away. You know yeah. what? Our F- Mega Museum fans are toy collectors, and there's nothing toy collectors more like more than free toys. Nope, I, I, I totally agree. So you know, I'm only sorry that I'm not eligible to win. Yeah, yeah, I had to break it to Scott Aronson because he's like, "Oh, when do we get to play?" And well, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> But thanks for that blog post, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> good job. <laughs> yeah, we uh, yeah we do want to welcome uh, Scott Arnson to the blog team. He's been doing, yeah. taking over, uh, doing some some writing uh, with uh, Migo of the week. Yeah, and the Migo head of the month and the Migo column. head of the month. The the interviewee uh, this month was uh, Scott Migo Apes Nunt. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, and then the the Migo of the week this week was the Walton's Farmhouse of all things. Yeah, yeah, not something I own. Do you, did you ever own one? Did I ever own one? Yeah. No, I think I briefly considered owning one. Yeah, it's too close to a dollhouse for me. I know that sounds odd, uh, considering uh, you know I own the Wayne Foundation, which is a dollhouse. But yeah, I I, I just I've never watched an episode of the Waltons. Yeah. So. It, connection isn't there yeah i should say the the photograph is actually the walton's country store oh um not the the farm you know they made a farmhouse they made a country store they made a a truck uh, they made a lot of stuff for the waltons well I, as i recall and and this goes back to neil Cublin, 
I think we asked him about that. Yeah. And I believe he told us that sometimes licenses were just given to us. So you can have a lot of fun with a free license. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and the show was a hit. So you know, why not? actually, I watched my. I should say, I watched. My mother made us watch the Waltons every week. Hmm. It was a it was a staple in our house. I mean, there was Waltons, Little House on the Prairie, like that whole like, you know, seventies uh, period shows on on TV. And uh, it was a good show. There's no doubt about it. But it's definitely like an odd toy license, mm-hmm. you know. But again, it was also it was a. I guess it, they they geared it more towards girls, and which was a uh, an area that they were still kind of lacking in at that point. But uh, yeah, so they I... you know they took their shot, and mm-hmm. um, you know based on the number of just based on the number of cool. Uh, Julie Newmar Catwoman customs I've seen done with Mary Ellen Walton. Um, I think it's well worth it. So, and, and Aunt May's uh, right, Grandma Aunt May's Walton. from Grandma's. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've always wished I could figure out something to do with Paul Walton because it's it's actually really a good good sculpt, but it's really not good for much other than Paul Walton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got a real journeyman look on his face. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. It's a good sculpt, but yeah, who do you? How many you know middle-aged guys do you want to make figures of? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen anybody like do a Pa Kent with a Pa Walton. I mean, that seems like a pretty easy one to do. Yeah, he wouldn't even have to change his clothes. Yeah, really. Um, they, they, I know somebody once told me they made a really kicking chapel, Nurse Chapel, out of Ma Walton. I never tried to do that, but he's somebody told me that she's a spitting image for uh, Majel, Majel Barrett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I've never tried. Maybe maybe somebody can chime in on the boards. Well, you know, once again, it's this. If Paul and if Dr. Migo and and Diamond can can get the real one made, that that'll be good for me because mm-hmm. I think I, I I have a list of things I want to do in my life, and making a custom Nurse Chapel out of a Ma Walton is not one of them. Yeah, and and uh, I can know, double check though. It, it, uh, Ma, uh, Nurse Chapel that they're proposing through uh, Diamond and MC was sculpted by my buddy Sean Sampson. Sweet! Who, who also did the uh, Presidential Monsters, uh, the Twilight Zone uh, William Shatner that's being unveiled at uh, Comic-Con. Oh, did he do the Shatner? I didn't know he that. He certainly did. Oh, what a lucky guy. And uh, he did Brick Mantooth and Great. the Super Collector. So he's his his legacy spans far and wide when it comes to uh, Migo heads. Yeah, no, yeah, and he's also a super nice guy to boot. Mm-hmm. Actually, he's a bit of a saint right now. Right. Putting, putting these little museums together. Uh, I know I've gone on about these things, but wow. Right. You know, I cannot wait to see the reaction of people when they when they get one of these in their hands. <laughs> I can't wait to see one. I'm mm-hmm. still I'm still waiting too. Didn't I ever send you one? No, you didn't. Never send me one. <laughs> what a nice guy. I am. <laughs> I think I think Lindsay at Biff Bang Pal has one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, man. Yeah, it was so, it was. I'm sorry. It was such a mistake to base the merchandising wing of the Mega Museum in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. All right. No, that's fine. I, I have busted your chops long enough. But so. um. No. Yeah. Anyway, but anyway, yeah. Thanks for the uh, thanks to Scott for the bingo of the week of the week, and which mm-hmm. uh, uh, well, we'll have to do that every week. We can just sort of uh, do a little podcast feature on the bingo of the week, and um, and as Scott's HTML make fun of make fun of it mercilessly, as it turns out. Yeah, that's all right. 
if you can't laugh at yourselves, who can you laugh at? All right. Um, uh, well, there's some people that are still waiting for Walton's trading cards from the Amigo Museum, so... Yeah, we'll get right on that. Yeah, I'm working on it. Are you? And once again, once again, it's on that list of things that I have to do, so... Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's much cooler than Space 1999. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say to you? Oh, and look for... As Scott's uh, HTML experience grows, I will put him to work in the museum. I know his his dream is to build the Games Wing... Uh, which is kind of cool because, you know, we're very action figure oriented people. And Mego made a lot of strange and kooky games. True. During their, ten, their tenure. And, and uh, it'd be really fun to have a section devoted to some of them. I mean, there's this, uh, the one I can think of is uh, Dem Bones, mm-hmm. uh, Mice Hockey. Ball Busters. Ball Busters. Oh, yeah. Well, come on. It's, it's got to be the most famous Mego game there is. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And then, of course, Mego was the first company to bring Nintendo handheld games to uh, to the United States. That's right. And uh, had they just hung in a little longer, uh, they may have uh, they may have been the bringers of Mario. Something to, could have. Oh wow, that would have been interesting. World. Yeah. You know, it's always yeah. It was, it's always struck me as interesting whenever you talk to you know some of those old Mego guys. Um, it's the it's the electronic games and that stuff that that a lot of them remember the most or that mm-hmm. they're the most proud of, you know, because that's where they were, you know, really sort of doing some cutting edge, you know, uh, design and engineering stuff. Um, yeah, no, the Games Wing is something that that has uh, has been overlooked for a long time. So we'll see what we can do about that. I saw you also sort of acknowledging the other day your complete uh our, our complete failure to to pay homage to the goddess share well I, I was put yeah that's right i put that on plaid stallions yeah. and uh you know there's a whole other world of collectors we do not know because we don't ever really pay any attention to the whole celebrity doll thing right and uh that's a bit of a shame i'd like to work on that obviously i don't own a lick of share merchandise so I uh, maybe maybe you do, Scott. I I don't know. Um, no, I don't, and it not no. for you know, but no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but that's something we'll look. For. I mean, we've already got dynamite on there, which is a girl's toy. So yeah, we probably and a fashion doll at that. So we probably look for like in the future. I'd like to to pay a little more attention to the celebrity lines because they really were Migos' focus for about three years. You know, sure, it was a pretty big deal. Yeah, and especially uh, in terms of what I would call the big three, which was Cher, Farah, and uh, Diana Ross. Right. But uh, and of course, a lot of people don't know some weird things about Migo that they had. Um, they were going all over the place getting all these um, celebrities' likenesses for dolls. They had Lee Majors. They had, um, oh my goodness, Lindsay Wagner. They had uh, Barbie Benton. Wow. Who was famous for being a Playboy playmate. Somehow that doll never got released. And, no, you uh, know what, though? But, I mean, like, Barbie Benton, like, for a while, like, there was not a TV show on the air that didn't have a guest appearance by Barbie Benton. Yeah, I seem to recall she was on uh, Love Boat and Fantasy Island. A All bunch the of time. Times. All yeah. the time. So. Yeah, so they were their their strategy was like instead of doing so somebody else had Charlie's Angels, but they did they, a Farrah Fawcett doll, and they did Jacqueline Smith, right? And I think Mattel had Kate Jackson, 
which uh, there's a there's a famous story that Neil told me. Um, I think it was when they announced that they had you know Farah as a doll, the president of Hasbro. Uh, and I could be telling this wrong, saw Neil and Marty in a restaurant and growled at them. <laughs> I don't know if it was just joking or, you know, what, but, but you know, of course, Hasbro was launching Charlie's Angels dolls. Right. And, and Mito, Migo was cutting them off at the pass with the most popular angel nice. at a Barbie scale. Nice. Yeah. God. We should look into that some more. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, so, yeah, I don't know. If, Ashley, if we have any listeners who are big share or celebrity doll collectors, uh, you know, get in touch with us. Because if, mm-hmm. we ever, if we ever do anything with these, we're going to need somebody who has, A, the dolls, and B, uh, a, a camera that works. Yes, that would help. <laughs> I mean, I think over the years I've probably gotten some blurry photographs in my email box from people of – uh, share and stuff like that. It seems to me actually at one point I had a share product catalog of all the outfits and stuff. Yeah. That, do you know um, somebody published a book about Migo Share? Yeah, I do know that. Mm-hmm. I do know mm-hmm. that. Well, the designs were were produced were the costume designs were done by Bob Mackie for crying out loud. Yeah. Who I mean at the time was like the fashion designer of the 1970s. So mm-hmm. they were pretty pretty darn serious about that. I think uh, too. Sonny and Cher didn't not only showed up at Toy Fair for Mego, mm-hmm. but they showed up at Canadian Toy Fair, which was in Montreal. And I talked to the former sales manager for Grand Toys, who was repping Cher for Mego in in Canada. And there was a snowstorm, mm. so almost nobody showed, and it was a, a bit of a disaster for that promotion. Actually, wow, yeah. Huh. Well, gosh, you know, so that makes – I will make sure that when I put the Neil Cublin interview on at the end of this that I play some of the stuff where he actually talks about – because he talked uh, in those first interviews about Cher. He talked about personally uh, changing her head sculpt at her house um, that he went to go visit. And then he mm-hmm. talked about being uh, stood up for uh, for more money from Sonny. <laughs> and- <laughs> It's like I'm not going out unless you give me more money, buddy, because they had already Sonny and Cher had already broken up at that point. Yeah, that's but, right. Uh, so. I can remember too the um, watching the Mike Douglas show at my mom's house when I was a kid, and that's where they unveiled the Sonny doll. Really? Yeah, because you know there was the Cher doll, and then um, I don't remember if it was Sonny Bono or Mike Douglas brought it out. Wow. And you know there was lots of audience applause and stuff like that. I would love to. I, well, I would love to get any episodes of the Mike Douglas Show on tape. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I would love to get that one on tape, especially. That would be really cool. I'm amazed you remember that. Uh, it yeah, just uh, made an impression. Yeah, I don't know where my car keys are, but I remember that. <laughs> yeah, right. That's interesting. So good stuff. All right. Well, it looks like we're going to have a really Mego filled. Uh, uh, a lot to talk about in the next podcast, especially the uh, the post um, SDC um, roundup, and then of course I'll probably launch the figures by then, and I'll have lots to say about that. Right. So. Right. You will have gone out of your mind with with putting the heads on. Yeah, I should probably tell folks on the boards. Don't expect a real quick reply from me if you've PM'd me. Um, 
I am obviously not moderating at this point at all. Uh, this is my main focus now, and uh, I want to get your product out to you, so I won't have a lot of time to return emails. And if I do go online, I'll probably just stare at Facebook for half an hour and then go to bed. So Okay. Yeah. Great. So I'll be quiet, but I'm okay. I'm alive. All right. All yeah. right. Well, that's an awesome life you've got for yourself there, Brian. <laughs> It, it, luckily for me too, it's it's Honduras hot in my garage where I'm doing most of this work, so it's really like I am in an Asian factory. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, have some more rice and get back to work then. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. No worries. Okay. So until next week from beautiful sunny. sunny okay. Bah, okay. So until next week from beautiful sunny Southern California and the San Diego Comic Con. This is Scott. And I'm Brian. Saying collect them all. Collect them all. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> wow, I need to go to bed. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, my God. It's like, okay. All right. All right. Well, that's good enough. Okay. That's My Migo.